everybody, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where me and Brianna review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks, and I get a little high. Or should I say, I get a little high, and Brianna eats some snacks. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I got too high for the first time in a while, so uh, good luck to everybody on this episode. And I'm Brianna. And I unfollowed an influencer on Instagram today because she was crying about a mouse in her house. (laughs) (laughs) That's petty and we love it. And tonight we'll be watching the episode. (laughs) And tonight we'll be uh, watching Netflix's 2021 American crime thriller film, The Guilty. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. As always, I'm going to ask you to please go support uh, my other podcast, Dope Flicks, with my buddy Max. He runs the show over there. We have a good time. It's really good. Long form movie chat. You know the deal. Um, Shout out to Westbourne Park, Australia. Hey, mate. Westbourne Park, Australia. Okay. We got... Ooh, that wasn't a good uh, one. You know. Okay. You know. Uh, we got... Karlsruhe, Germany. That's no, that was more Russian, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. We've got <laughs> we've got West Lafayette, Indiana. <laughs> that's, that's good enough. That's good. And, and, and we got, well, what's we, that? we also got that sounded South African. We also, <laughs> we also got Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo, that North one was Dakota. Fine, it was passable. Oh, and Edmonton in the cool Vancouver, Canada. You know. Okay. All right. Shout out. Shout out to the Couve. That's who we. That's what we like around here. Um, those are our. Those are our weekly shout outs. We love those people, and we we thank you for supporting us. Um, I also, Brianna, I'm going to bring attention to the fact uh, that we have a bunch of new listeners. I don't know if they're going to stick around and hear this episode that's dropping right now, but it was it was over a hundred pe- new people that that came in, and I, I don't know where you came from. I don't know if someone told you or what's, I don't know what's going on, but if the, pr- I don't know why you do it. It's <laughs> a shout out to the 1 a.m. It's the, oh, Brianna, it's the 1 a.m. crew. I didn't even realize that. It's the 1 a.m. crew. Shout out the 1 a.m. crew. I don't know why you're doing it, but you do yeah, it and we love yeah, that's you. Like, so he must be just as confused sometimes because where, I don't know where you, why you do it 1 a.m. crew, but you do. And if just for the record, if the primary benefactor for these views could uh, present themselves in our DMs, we'd really appreciate it. We don't have to tell anybody, but like if I won't say a word. No, like who? If you DM it, if you DM our Instagram and say like that's that's me, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. If you want to like, we want to start a little one AM group chat. That'd be cool. I won't say anything. I won't tell anybody. I'll just keep it to myself. I just want to know who donated the views to us. That's where I'm at. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you to the person who directed those people to us. Very appreciative, and we love you. Maybe it's the guy from South Africa, although he dropped off last week, so I'm not too sure. <laughs> oh, and he missed you did an accent today too. I hope he comes back, or they come back. I hope he, I hope he does too. But uh, don't step on my toes, Brianna. You stupid bitch, tidbits. We, we gotta get through this one because you got fucking sesame chicken on the way. You were the one that told me that. It, just, a, it got delivered already. Oh, so we're on a freaking time crunch. So we got to get through this quick so Brianna's, Brianna's uh, sesame chicken doesn't get stolen on her by, uh, on her front step. <gasps> well, I never thought of that. <laughs> the, the, the movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is The Guilty, 
based on the Danish crime thriller of the same name that Jake Gyllenhaal bought the rights to in 2018. So that's what's happening tonight. Uh, it is playing on Netflix, obviously, as I mentioned earlier. It was released at the Toronto Film Festival on 9-11 this year. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh Jakey. Yikes. <laughs> is that insensitive? I think that's insensitive. I don't know. It's inter- it, they, uh... <laughs> uh, written by Nick Pizzolatte. He is the creator of True Detective. Um, and it is directed by Lord Antoine Farquhar who has directed actually a lot of movies. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, Brian, are familiar with, because I know you and I are familiar with all of them. Uh, I know I am. I know, I'm assuming you are too. We, so we got, we got Shooter. Okay. We got Brooklyn's Finest. Olympus Has Fallen. Southpaw. Jilly Film. Equalizer. Uh, uh, Denzel Film. I'm a major Equalizer fan. Yeah, that's like, a good movie. Huge. Uh, and that new Mark Wahlberg movie, Infinite, that only came out on Paramount. Uh, it's like, it was basically limitless. Okay, not cool, Anton. Yeah, but, but, you know, um... Antoine, sorry. <laughs> Antoine, Antoine <laughs> Fisher. Uh, well, it's Antoine. I think it's Antoine. Lord Farquhar. Lord Farquhar. Um, I don't know. This, they shot this in 11 days, Brianna, which is sus as fuck. Like, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. 11 days, dude? What? They shot it during the pandemic, that's why. Well, and not only that, though, one of Antoine's assistants got COVID, so, like, he, he got taste-tested negative, but he still couldn't be in the building with them, so he directed a lot of it from a van with, that was, like, rigged up with monitors. That's, like, so cool, though. That's, like, Room Raiders status. <laughs> Room Raiders! <laughs> Shout out, Room Raiders! They need to bring back Room Raiders, although creepy show. A guy would just go and... I love that show when they pulled out that blue light. Uh, a lot of jizz. A lot of, but it was, they were raiding teenage boys' rooms. A lot of, Obviously, lot of fluids. A lot of fluids. What do you expect? Yeah, the girls would always look for fluids, and the guys would go straight to, like, that panty drawer. Oh, yeah, drawer. panties. They'd be like, see the panties? Yes. And they'd be like, I've never seen these before. That's so weird. I never once... And you're like, Ew. Never once did I see a guy take out a girl's panties and, and blacklight it and be like, Oh, just some like you just your average discharge on these panties. Nothing to see here. <laughs> totally healthy totally amount. Healthy, totally healthy discharge. If you didn't know, discharge is totally healthy, ladies. Don't be scared. See, that was a pe- unless it's a certain unless color. it's a, yeah. I mean, you'd know more about that than I would. I don't. I don't know. I don't get discharge. I'm happy I don't get. No, you don't. Discharge. You don't need to know about. That. Sometimes you I get a discharge. Know you know, some boys get boys get a discharge too. Sometimes it's just like a monthly we get. Out our butts. It's a every. It's a morning thing. Out of my butt, I get a discharge. It's called poop. <laughs> Just once a month for you. I doubt that. Yeah. No. Um. Three times a day. Uh. Speaking of poop, this movie stars Jake Gyllenhaal. It stars Riley Kehoe, who played the sister in Logan Lucky. It also stars Peter Skarsgård, who isn't related to any of the the other Skarsgårds. The cool. It's because it's Sarsgard. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I totally read that wrong. Um, it also stars Paul Dano and Ethan Hawke's voice. I don't know if we see him. And also Bill Burr's voice, too, is in this. Oh, that's going to be the yeah. um, this is a, a This is Jake Gyllenhaal's seventh movie he's produced under the Nine Stories production label that he has. That's his production label, Brianna. Do you want to know any of the others? Do you know any of the others? Did you happen to see any of these? Which one? Well, you haven't told me which ones they are. No, no, I'm saying like during your... Do you do you know any? 
off the top of my head. Yeah. I think you're gonna. No. I think you're gonna be uh, intrigued. Uh, Devil all the time is one of them. Jakey. Okay. Yeah. And also an instant classic that came out this year, Brianna. Joe Bell, starring Margot Wahlberg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> About the man that walks across. I, we haven't seen it, and we probably never will. Ah, we'll see it soon. Damn, come on, right? It's. I guess it's not about a Boston guy that walks across. Mark! This is not about, like, Mark. Hey, Mark, why are you walking across the road like that? Like, no, it's, it's, it's just, like, another story. So maybe if they do a Boston guy walking, we'll watch it. But at the time of this recording, it has a 6.3. Uh, that is, the guilty does. It has a 6.3 out of 10 <laughs> on IMDb based on 13,000 reviews. I'm all over the place tonight. I told you I'm super big. 71% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 124 reviews and a 54% audience score based on less than 100 reviews so far, Brianna. It also has a 65% on Metacritic, which isn't too bad for Metacritic, and 82% of Google users like it. <laughs> the hogs. They are they are in favor of this film, which can mean positive things. It can mean that it's entertaining. The hogs love the entertainment, so if it's, it's not gripping, they're not going to like it. Gripping meaning... You know, at least action, uh, craziness, some, something going on, right? Um, for the record, I just want to say that I am a huge Jake Gyllenhaal fan. I'm excited for this movie going into Don't it. Don't be a kiss ass. I'm just saying, I am a, I, I'm a, I mean, like, listen, Leo, Jakey Gills, okay, Brad Pitt, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Leo, Come on. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, I'm all right, like, okay. We shit on a lot of people on this podcast, Brianna, and I'm just like, I'm just, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. If this movie sucks, I'll tell you it sucks, but I'm just saying I really like Jake Gyllenhaal, so it might be skewed a little bit. Going into okay, it, I'm, I kind of have a bias going into it. But then, I, you know, I have a bias going into it, but then I read these, like, you know, I read these synopsises and reviews, and I'm like, ooh, maybe, you know, I read that this guy uh, directed it from a van, and I'm like, ooh, maybe. Oh, oh, hey, everybody, I'm just directing it from a van. You got any tidbits, Brianna? Or, uh... No, there really wasn't any... There wasn't really any tidbits besides the one that you shared. Uh, which, you know, is good sometimes. That there's nothing out there to say. (laughs) Do you got any thoughts? (laughs) What are your expectations, please? Um, I think I'll enjoy it. I I like a a Jilly movie, and um, yeah, my expectations are I'll enjoy it. Cross my finger. Hope to die. Just kidding. <laughs> why don't you? T- why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you give me your synopsis, please, you stupid bitch, so you can go get your sesame chicken before some man steals it. You ready? I am. A demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. Okay, nice, nice. What's your, uh, give me your second synopsis. Oh, wait, let me guess. Brokeback Mountain in a, in a call center. No. <laughs> it's another Jake Gyllenhaal cop movie. <laughs> There's so many of them. It's so true. Uh, There's been a lot. Yeah, like... there really has. But but we love Jake Gyllenhaal on this podcast, so we're not saying anything negative about the Jake Gyllenhaal. No, if anything, it's like a, an observation because movie. I watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, grab your mildly dirty water bottles, your bongs, your bowls, your uh, everything the juice else. juice that you spilled all over yourself. <laughs> the juice I spilled all over myself. 
and had to get a new shirt. And in three, two, one. And we're back from watching Bottle Episode, the movie. Um, I don't know how this was labeled a, a thriller, Brianna, but I certainly wasn't thrilled that I had to watch the whole thing. <laughs> what did you think of The Guilty, starring Jake Gyllenhaal? Well... <laughs> When you first told me you were excited that it was only an hour and a half, and uh, I shared your excitement because I was like, oh, that means I'm not going to have to stay up super late, I got work tomorrow, goody. My thoughts on that now are, it was definitely way too long. <laughs> I've, I, I don't know, I don't think I've ever watched a, a movie that's an hour and a half long that felt so long. Like, it felt like three hours long there's a reason why like law and order svu is an hour tops because they know their audience they know they don't have them for that long this was like the most boring part of svu that they stretched an hour and a half long <laughs> this was so boring i can you know what the thing is though like it's not even it didn't even have enough substance to call it bad like, it was just like a, it's not even a movie. It's just like a bunch of skits put together, like, to to just, like, try to entertain somebody. But there's yeah, but no... normally when I think of skits, they're, like, funny. Like, obviously the subject matter of this wasn't funny at all. There was a couple funny uh, moments. There was a few funny mo moments if you're deranged like us in M Night Shyamalan, but, like, there really wasn't, like, an SNL show or anything. No. It was just very confusing and at points, we were like, did we miss things again? What's going on? Did I sit on the remote? A classic Brianna move. <laughs> and just uh, change the channel? <laughs> Am I watching a different movie than Mantis? No, entirely? sometimes I... <laughs> you know, if you think you just fast forward a little bit, because then you find the Roku remote, like, stuck to your butt. Yeah, no, it just happens. And this this movie was just... It was really bad. And I don't want to say anything bad about Jake Gyllenhaal... It's just he was good. This is not a good movie for him. Nah, don't look good luck. Uh, the acting like it felt kind of overacted at points. It felt kind of underacted at points. Uh, speaking of M Night, old was way better than this. Yeah, right. Like I'm thinking about last week. I'm like, wow, no, I really old was good compared to this. Like 100. percent Uh, and I remember last week last week saying that. <clears throat> Old wasn't necessarily in the spooky movie Halloween rotation, and I still stand by that. Some thrillers do fall into that category. This thriller certainly did not. Yeah, it was not even close to, like, intense or... We haven't been duped this bad since The Father. Ooh, that's a good one. But we were duped, <laughs> we were duped in an interesting way in The Father because I didn't dislike The Father, and I, I don't believe you did as either. No, I liked... Okay, yeah, but we got duped in, like, Whoever put the genre out on the internet, and now we fell for it. Yes. And uh, we were going in thinking it was a thriller, but it was like, I don't know. This was network quality at best, and it shouldn't have been an hour and a half. This was like a 30-minute episode. Ooh, the best thing about this movie was that I invented the term chair bears. <laughs> which is, was my cute name for... 
people in wheelchairs. Uh, but not my cute name. It was the cute name that I feel like Kim Kardashian would probably like. She'd be like, "Ah, oh, I don't like saying like wheelchair people. Like I call them like chair bearers, and that's so cute." And I don't know how that I I thought of that, but that's. I think I asked Brianna if Jake Gyllenhaal was a chair bearer. <laughs> yeah, the first three seconds in, you were like, "Is Jake Gyllenhaal a chair bearer?" <laughs> and I was like, "Did he just say Care Bear wrong?" And then. <laughs> And then I, we went with Chair Bear, and I was like, that was very good. We giggled for probably like a minute of the movie. <laughs> that was the best part of the movie. What was the point of this movie? Uh, what, can you tell me? Uh, it was, a, in my opinion, it was a weird anti-cop movie disguised as a pro-cop movie. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, yeah, he was a cop. Spoiler, he's a cop if he couldn't figure it out. And... Judging by my synopsis, yeah, he probably did something bad because the title's called The Guilty. But then it takes too long for it to unravel on what he's guilty about. And then <laughs> it's, it's just like... Uh, Once you find and out then what... You, but then after all that time, you find out and you're just like, that's it? I mean, it's bad, but you're... It's, <laughs> what do you, what, it's it's very like stereotypical. You're like, uh, I rolled my eyes. I was like, Are you serious, Matt? It was supposed. But to they be don't even. It's not even like they explain exactly what happened. It was just like we'll get into that in the spoiler zone. But there was so much build up for like, okay, he's finally gonna tell us, and then he tells us in the most vague way possible. And it, it's just like, he all right, started, I know we don't want to. It's like he did a he did bad. He hurt people. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and it was like, okay, Lenny, calm down. Like, what are you talking about, man? That wasn't even the worst <laughs> twist. In my opinion, the worst twist was the uh, belly full of snakes, which we'll, we'll get into in the spoiler zone. But that, that sent me. I was that like, twist what? was more exciting, I guess. That was like, no. I don't know. I mean, I was uh, definitely more exciting, but I was like, oh, what? I was like, no, what? <laughs> That particular turn it took was like, oh, okay. <laughs> for, for, okay, so I, I was saying this to Brianna, the because about 40 minutes in, we both agreed that this it felt kind of long, and we were like, this is boring. Like, 40 minutes in, we decided that. 40 minutes in, they I think they, like, reveal the big, like, yeah. thing, and then yeah. I, like, looked, and I was like, well, the movie's over, right? At that, point, tw at that point, I mentioned to Brianna that 20 minutes in, I felt like I was, like, really into the movie. I was like, okay, this is, like, funny. I'm getting to know the characters and what Jake Gyllenhaal's all about, and then it just, that ends up being the entire movie. Like, you meet characters, and then they take them away throughout the movie. Like, it just ends up being Jake Gyllenhaal pretty much an, an hour and five minutes of screen time. It's just him talking on the phone. They never, spoiler zone, they never leave the dispatch room, which is oh, very Yeah, it's very, very obvious that it was a COVID movie and it was shot in 11 days. 11 days is too many. Should, should have taken <laughs> 11 four. was like nine too many. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no point to anything in this movie. It was very disheveled. Uh, I started telling my uh, st I started telling Brianna about my new f uh, newfound love for dairy free yogurt. At one point, like I was just like I was so bored. I was just like I really like in like silk so strawberry yogurt now dairy free. Like I like it. I really like so delicious strawberry banana. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna try that. I'm actually gonna try that next time I go to the grocery store. Um, I mean, like, why, why was he trying to help the woman in this movie? 
Like the whole time, he he was just so messed up. Because he like, was guilty. Because he was guilty and he was feeling it. And he's a bad cop, bad cop. Yeah, cop he's stuff. the reason why like cops were are getting so much shit. And it was like, dude, you literally snapped at every single person that spoke to you in the movie. Yeah, it was a bad cop stereo. It was a bad cop stereotype movie. And then it started to be like, oh, he's a good cop doing good cop stuff. And then he was like. Oh, no. he's a he's a bad cop doing good cop stuff, and now he's gonna, like, he's gonna free himself from being. He was a bad guilty. cop the entire time. Yeah, the whole time he was a dickhead bad cop. There was one good cop in this movie, and it was his partner. And his partner wasn't even that good. He was gonna lie for him. His partner was faded the whole time too, just drunk as hell, trying to look for this baby. Snakes in his belly. Um, what? Kid storyline, cop storyline, too many storylines, Brianna. Too, too many. There was like four storylines that we had to try and follow in this thing. Yeah, but it was all the same people. It was just a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal like ugly crying too. Ooh, a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal ugly crying. Some, some of the crying was better than others. Him crying in the bathroom was definitely better than him crying in the dispatch room. Felt like he just like in the dispatch room. He was mostly angry. Yeah. He was like angry crying, and it's different. Yeah. That's when you like just everything <laughs> bottles up and then oozes out in your eyes. He was just so so squeamy, squeamish. <laughs> That's not a good word because I'm trying to think of like he was like he was kind of like squeezing, but also screaming. But squeaming, <laughs> he was like squeaming. Like, <laughs> he was squeaming his head off. Yeah. And once again, big Jilly people over here. Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> big fans, big fans. But this movie was not not your best friend, though. Um, plot, very weird, disheveled, nonsensical at points. Uh, uh, a bit over the top, especially for Nicholas Pizza Latte, who is, uh, in my opinion, um, put out some pretty good content into the world, especially the the first season of True Detective, but. Swinging a miss right here. Antoine Farqua. Uh, I mean, honestly, Brianna, if we're being honest, though, this man he did good with what he had to work with, don't you think? I thought the movie was well put. I thought the movie was well put together. It could have been a lot worse. For It was a movie set in one, starred one person and set in one area for an hour and a half. Like, it could have been a lot I worse. I kind of wonder, like, what the motivation that. here was, though. To I'm, Oh, I'll tell you right now, 99% of the budget from this movie went to fucking Hall's pockets. Well, yeah, like, were they, did they miss the old train, and they were like, we're filming in the, the Dominican, and Jake's like, well, we're gonna film in this one room, so take that. Take that, Buster Brown. <laughs> we're filming in L.A. We're filming in Hollywood. And someone got COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand any of, like, yes, they needed to make movies so there wasn't a giant gap in releases, but that movie, did this movie really need to get made? Not only that. Super fast? They made this in fucking, like, November 2020, so, like, there's some good movies that were filming at the end of last year, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to film in a, a box. How much did this movie cost? Like, that's what I want to know. I want to know how much this movie cost. It had a cost of $12,000. (laughs) $1,000 a day. That's how much it costs. There must have been three people working on this thing. And the rest were... Yeah. Paul Dano and Ethan Hawke were just like, I'll do you a favor, Gyllenhaal. I'll just like do... Like pro bono. Pro bono. Well, outside of like Jake Gyllenhaal, he was like the... 
and like other people's voices like he was the only person like on screen that we we recognize everyone else was like i recognize them i've seen them in other movies but they're not like standout names or anything we legitimately brianna saw uh jake gyllenhaal the guy he sat next to in the dispatch that he screamed at that he screamed at the woman sergeant that he that he screamed at (laughs) <laughs> that he screamed at, and then, and, and then the, the like the man dispatcher that walked in and told him that someone was on the phone. That we literally saw four people in this whole movie. Four people besides, yeah, or three people besides Jake Gyllenhaal spoke in this movie that we saw. Yeah, we physically saw. Yeah, and then the and then we heard maybe like six or seven other voices, you know, something like that. Just very, uh, very underwhelming. Not great, not enjoyable. I'm getting into popcorn bags, Brianna. Uh, I'm just get, I'm, right up. I'm telling you, it's a ten. I'm giving it a ten. A ten out of fifty popcorn bags. <laughs> it was just so bad. And a no and recommendation. A, oh my, it's just an absolute no recommendation. There's no reason to watch this. It wasn't spooky. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't thrilling. Okay, well, my popcorn recommendation. Oh, my popcorn score. <laughs> Popcorn recommended. <laughs> I like cheesy. My cone. popcorn score is probably like an eight out of fifty popcorn bags. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal. Sorry, this Jake. would put it. In, this would put it in the pea bags category. And <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this is. These are not out of popcorn bags. These are out of pea bags. Uh, a ten, this, an eight and a ten. Out straight of up pea bags territory. <laughs> Yeah. And I would definitely not recommend this to anybody. Not unless a soul. you're like this is one of those movies that if you're gonna watch like Jake Gyllenhaal movies, you're gonna have yourself a whole little day of Jake Jilly and you gotta watch this movie. Like you're not gonna be happy and you're probably gonna clean the house when it's on. <laughs> yeah, this was just bad. Like, no, there's so many other movies that so many more other exciting movies you could watch because the whole point of this movie is like sitting down and listening to the dialogue. And you can't just watch the, you can't just clean the house like while this is on because you won't hear anything. You'll just like be like seeing Gyllenhaal oh, darn. cry. <laughs> you just, yeah, if you want to see Jake Gyllenhaal cry and be angry for an hour and a half, put this movie on and then put on headphones and listen to something. This is uh, Spoiler Zone. <laughs> favorite spoiler part, Zone. Favorite parts, least favorite parts, Brianna. Start me off with your favorite part. Ugh. Well, let me jog my memory for anything that I thought was talkaboutable. I will uh, say that I liked Jake Gyllenhaal. I think that he was obviously the highlight of this movie. Without Jake Gyllenhaal, this would have been a 2 out of 50 popcorn bag. <sighs> he wasn't even like my favorite part, though. Paul Dano was funny as the guy who was uh, got robbed by the par- prostitute. That was enjoyable. You heard his voice, and he was like, he was like trying to get beat around the fact that he hired a prostitute she took his laptop and he was like oh come on man i'm not getting out of my car he was like i have a wife yeah. man like <laughs> yeah can't you just deal with this for me oh, i i liked jake Hall except for at the end i really didn't like that crying bathroom scene i thought that was weird and i, I didn't like how it ended at all <laughs> i know that's least favorite parts but I don't really have any favorite parts. <laughs> I, I don't have any favorite parts besides like the favorite uh, parts. Yeah, like, I mean. It was bad. Like it just was not good. Like I was. If I give a time. movie an 8 out of 50, it's I'm not going to be able to find any favorite parts. No, I'm sorry. It was a, ladies and gentlemen, it was a stinker. Like this was, this may have been. <clears throat> this wasn't even a stinker. This was like tragic to watch. 
Yeah, I, I, well, not the worst movie we've seen on Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags. That's that's for sure. That might go to like Guest House or something. But most bold. I don't think I gave Guest House a f- no, no eight out of fifty. No, though. but no, but in terms of like quality, Brianna, this has more quality than that movie. But like boring wise, like in terms of I was my attention was I was way more into Guest House because I was like, oh, Polly Shore was weird and this sucks. But like this movie, I was like, ah, I'm just bored. I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, this is just boring. It's not getting in. It's not enticing me at all. It's how I felt the whole time. Right? Like, I mean, like, (sighs) can you think of a movie that you were more bored watching, at least on this show so far? No. No. Not even. No. uh, Not even our first. What was our first episode? Zombievers, right? Not even. Yeah, but Zombievers was funny. Like, it kept you, like, into it. Even though it was a really bad movie and, like, you could tell. They only paid like $100 for it. It was still a better movie and there was still more like positive things to talk about other than just like no the holds, person who was in it. No Holds Barred? <laughs> Hulk Hogan? <laughs> it's close, but still No Holds Barred was better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, least favorite parts then. Uh, what do you, you got anything right off the top of your head? Because I have a few things. Least out. favorite parts. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in. <laughs> I already played I the music. want to remind people. I already played the music. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So I'm going to set it up for you a little bit. Jake Chillenhall plays a police dispatcher who's also a cop. I guess those don't, they don't do the same thing in LA. Not that they do the same thing here in Massachusetts. So he's a cop and he gets in trouble. And that's why he's on desk duty answering the phones, which is a noble position. Sure. But Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't think that. And he's like, this is trash. Yeah, he's super high, so he gets, super high above it, highbrow. I think Jake Gyllenhaal was like on some steroids or something. Like he was crazy. Anyway. <laughs> so he plays a he plays a dispatcher who's also a cop. And he is answers the phone and like somehow it's like this girl and she's like, I've been abducted, blah, blah, blah. And, and Jake's like talking to her on the phone and then sh- she hangs up and then somehow he gets a hold of her daughter and her daughter's like, there's blood all over me. And then she's like, oh my God, my brother. And then, and then Jake Schoenhall is like calling the fire department to be like, can you find this woman? And they're like, uh, no, there's like a huge fucking wildfire, you stupid oh, bitch. We're that busy. That was also another plot line. The, there was like a massive fire that I thought was going to be way more important in this movie that wasn't important at all. They never even mentioned it after the first 10 it minutes. It was just like... It was important in the fact that, like, everyone was busy doing this thing. And Jake Gyllenhaal was like, doesn't anybody know who I am? And it was like, listen, stay in your lane, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, you got in trouble. No one's going to be running to help you right Joe now. Joe Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, so Joe Gyllenhaal is uh, trying to talk to the people. And then he finds out that, like, the lady who called him and said, I'm abducted is on the move again and then he finds out that it's her baby daddy who abducted her and she's like oh my god he's gonna kill me oh my god oh my god and instead of screaming and swearing at her like he does to every single other person he speaks to he's like emily 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 and it's like rick 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 Rick." you're just like what's going on and so then you find out that uh the lady who was abducted actually like killed her son, oh, and but, she's the cuckoo but pause, one. But pause, but pause, <laughs> but pause, but pause, but pause right there, pause right there, because this is where, ladies and gentlemen, we hit the twist in the movie. 
where Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> essentially breaks down at this point because he had no idea he was helping the killer the whole time. He thought he was helping the one that was like obviously being abducted. He thought that the the husband had hurt. He thought baby. he was like, yeah, he was a total hero, and so, he was like, I'm going to save this woman who husband beats her and probably beats their kids, and like I'm going to be a hero, and everyone's going to forget I killed an innocent kid. So this woman, <laughs> this woman is high as balls, right? And it's been apparent the whole time to everyone but Jake Gyllenhaal. And so at this point, she's going... Well, he couldn't even tell if his partner was, like, drunk or not. He's yeah, a really he's a bad, bad cop. cop. Bad cop. And so he's talking to Emily, and Emily's going, Joe, I just, like, I had to know. He he was sick. The baby. He had snakes in his belly. <laughs> and then Jake Gyllenhaal, like, they do, like, a slow pan in on Jake Gyllenhaal's face, and he's like, oh, what, what did you say, Emily? You said you took the snakes out of his belly? And she's like, I, I had to, I had to take the snakes out of his belly. <laughs> so, and then, so, this leads into one of my least favorite parts, Brianna, which is the very ending where he is talking Emily on the phone. This is about half hour later. He's talking to Emily on the phone. He's talking to her down from a ledge. She's on an overpass. And she's like, I gotta see. I gotta go see Oliver, Joe. And they don't know each other, by the way. They just, this is all from her calling dispatch. Well, yeah, just like the whole movie. No one's ever met each other. And so she goes, I gotta go see Oliver, Joe. And then, and then so he finally admits, and we, this is the, another big spoiler, Brianna, uh, or this is another big twist, I should say, where we finally find He has to one-upper. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I gotta go see Oliver. And he's like, I killed a man. I killed a boy. And she's like, huh? His name was Joe. <laughs> so he tells the <laughs> story. my younger self. <laughs> he, he tells the story about how he killed this this boy. And she's like, why'd you kill him? And then he's like, because I was angry. And he did something. He might have hurt somebody. And I don't. Why are, why are you doing this to me? Like, he that. made me mad. He's <laughs> a girl. And then she goes, this is where I lost it. She goes, Joe, Joe. Was it the snakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I goes, was like, oh no. He goes, he goes, yeah, it was the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yes, in the hugest eye roll. And it, it came out as it was the snakes. And he went, so yeah, she's knocking butts. And I'm so glad I just told her I killed somebody. <laughs> and so at this point, just so just so nobody listening to this goes like, oh, you guys didn't get it. No. So at this point, Jake Gyllenhaal then has the realization that what he did was fucked up and that he has to atone just like the woman who killed her son has to atone. Also, by the way, the son is fine and in the ICU. Um, and so, oh, you don't usually go to the ICU if you're fine. Well, but... he's not dead. That's the important He's not dead. <laughs> he's not de- <laughs> He's still the snakes are still out of the belly, but he's not dead. That's the important part. For like five, not even five seconds. For like point three seconds, I thought when she said he had snakes in his belly that like he had like worms, like you know, like a tapeworm or something. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then she was like, I had to take them out, and I was like, oh no, no, oh, she's no. crazy. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at that point, he goes in and he calls his partner, and he's like, I want you to tell the truth that the court tomorrow all while he sends the partner to like the baby daddy's house and the partner's like trying to like help out jake and he's like oh yeah there's all this like stuff over here it's crazy it's messy and there's papers where he like was arrested for assault and he's like 
juicing Jake up like, yeah, it's definitely this guy. And then she's like, there were snakes in his belly. And then everyone was just like, whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oopsie doopsies. Oops, uh, that's what happens when you go snooping around. <laughs> and then the movie ends with them being like, Joe Swartzkoff pleads guilty to killing little boy and gun shooting. And so then it just ends with like the guilty. And they they put up guilty first and then they put up the. And the the looks kind of like a LA Times, the New York Times kind of the. So. Well, the whole movie he gets like calls from reporters that are like, yes. we want to hear your story. And he's like, no comment. So like, obviously, yeah, something didn't go well. And he did get removed from the street and put on desk duty to answer the phones. So yeah, the whole time you're just sitting there thinking like, what did he do? What did he do? And then you find out and then it's just like he did something bad and I killed him. And it was like, what? You're a cop. Don't you encounter bad people that do bad things all the time? You don't kill every single one of them, Jake. Yeah, I don't know. Like he, he Jake, sweetie. Like the, it was just so like it was just so it was too layered. It was too layered. Um, too much onion. <laughs> they, they needed to peel back. How less. do we know the kid didn't kill like another kid and then like all of these dogs and maybe like I'm not saying he deserved it, but like maybe he wasn't gonna be doing great in his life. Whoa, and... Brianna, are you? <laughs> <laughs> do not try to defend and the Jake cop was shooting. Just like, and it's just like, Jake, man, like, what? Like, did you shoot the kid? Like, they don't even tell you if he shoots him. He just said, I killed him. It was like, did you shoot him? Did you beat him? Like, Jake, honey, like, these are things you need to talk about with people. Uh, you definitely have anger issues. You screamed at the person next to you for no reason. He was just trying to ask you if you were okay. And he was like, shut up, you stupid bitch. And the guy was like, all right. That's fine. And then five seconds later, Jake's like, oh, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, I just get a little stressed. Do you want to get dinner after this when we get out at three in the morning? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. And then Jake lied about that, too. And he continued to work. He, he lied about that just to get information from him. Just oh, well, not yeah, even information, just... just to figure out if he could. He's like, hey, man, if I go to another computer, will uh, my shit transfer over and the guy was like yeah it just the information falls to your account not it doesn't stay in the actual pc and he was like cool and then he left honestly jake gyllenhaal deserved what he got in the movie it shouldn't have been drawn out though like that it should have just been like you did something bad it sucks you're going away now bye bye uh yeah i i bye are you upset I mean, that it, it only took place in the like are you fine with it like do you think that it could have been better Within just the one setting? Are... Well, if the kid was a puppy killer, I don't know. No, I'm saying, like, if if the movie took place outside... Of it took the... place in two different rooms. Hello, he moved. <laughs> That's true. But if it took place outside <laughs> of the dispatch office, do you think that it would have been a better movie? Or do you think, overall, just, like, the plot was not good, regardless of the setting? Mm, the setting really didn't help the plot move along at all, if you didn't notice. <laughs> um, I think if it... <laughs> If it was outside of one room, it would have just been, like, stupid shots of them, like, there was, like, sort of these, like, weird dream-like shots that you see where they're not in the room, like, when they pull up to the van in the beginning of the movie and it ends up being the wrong white van because there's just people stealing people all over California and there's just tons of white vans, uh, and they get the wrong one. Like, you see a little bit of that, and then... That's about it. 
not much so, not much else to it like it, it was i felt so like it would have just been like other cheesy cuts like that where we've been like oh man we're gonna cut to the guy like looking around the house or i don't know <sighs> all right well that's all i got you got anything else Uh, that's how I feel about that movie. No, yeah, those are not much else to say about it. Very boring, very boring. Do you? I feel like if you wanted to make a movie that highlighted how cops are bad and they get away with stuff, this probably wasn't it. No, this was uh, dumb. People are not going to understand the undertones of this and people who do understand it are going to think that just like Brianna and I, that it's, it's not feasible. It doesn't work because it's, it's too little. They don't, there's no, you're, you're going to highlight an issue, highlight it. Like don't, don't subvert it. Very stupid. It's 2021. People are a lot smarter than this. The average moviegoer is a lot smarter. than this. So when I say dumb people, I don't mean the average moviegoer. I mean, people dumber than the average moviegoer. The Facebook user, Facebook user, the average Facebook user. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm kind of disappointed too. I like thought like with Jake Gyllenhaal seeming like he's pretty, pretty gung ho about things and understands the young people, and then Antoine to be in there, and it was like this is what we came up with. This is the best we thought we were gonna do. Yeah, because we just insisted on making a movie during covid and uh this is what we got and yeah i also don't understand it because like jake gyllenhaal is in like i said in my synopsis another jake gyllenhaal cop movie he's in a lot of movies where he plays cops and so i was kind of confused when he was in this movie where yeah he was a cop but then he was like going against everything in his previous movies where it was like no we're heroes and it's like hmm yeah, mm, I don't, is is this Jake being woke? Yeah, I in don't a very yeah, weird way. That's what. I, yeah, it was like it felt like a woke. <laughs> it felt like a a weird uh a weird take. You can't on like to take be woke. back those other movies you made. It felt like a weird like if you're gonna be woke, you can't take like an, a weird angle in. You can't like get your foot in the door and be like, I'm gonna be a little woke. Like I gotta just gotta I'm gonna dip my foot in the woke. He pool. said, "Homie." Yeah, he said, "Homie" and "Yo" in this. <laughs> so you know he was like a white cop. Bad white cop. Yo, homie. All right, Jake. Calm down. Brianna? Yeah, that's it. That's all I have. So stop making me talk about it. It's just, I don't want, need that negativity. Do you have any headlines? No. No. I don't have any headlines Other either. Other than... What? Why haven't you watched Squid Game? Uh, Because I have no one to watch it with. I don't know if my girlfriend's going to like it, to be honest with you. Because you said it's pretty good. Oh, I don't right? think she will. No. no. Yeah. she's That's a no for her, dog. Okay. Uh, and you already <laughs> watched it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll ask Max to watch it with me. Because I'm sure that... I'm sure that... I'm sure Max has already seen it. Pretty much everyone that's knows what's up has seen it. Nah, he's been playing... Especially since playing I asked more. you the other day, and I asked you the other day, and you are like, I haven't heard anything about it, and I sent you a CNN article about it, and then you went, oh. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm still out of the zeitgeist, you cunt. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I do have one piece of headlines that I that I saw. It's just, it's like a quick note. I was a little disappointed um, in the list that Netflix 
released the other day. They finally released like a a list of shows and movies that are their their most popular. Uh, pretty much that have been was Squid Game one of them? No, no, no. But it's it's. I don't think it's not been out long enough yet, but they released, you know, uh, like the top 10 series by total views per uh, view hours in the first 28 days. So the first month of release. And do you want to know the top? I'll give you the top 10. You want to know them? Let me guess one. Okay. Guess the guess number one. What do you think number one is? Okay. Can you give me a ran? Okay. I changed my mind. Give me a random one and I'll try to guess what rank it is. <laughs> You season two. Uh, and what was it based off? <laughs> <laughs> it's just how many hours have been streamed. This is like you season two. I'm just going to tell you you season two. You season two is probably like top three. No, it's seven with 457 Ugh. million hours. All right. Well, when you tell me that, yeah, now my guess sounds very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Do you want to number three? Try, what do you think number three is? Are they Netflix series? Originals. Okay, so they're only Netflix originals. Yeah. Number three. <sighs> Tiger King? Stranger Things Season 3. 582 million hours. I've never seen Stranger Things, so pff, you're welcome, Netflix. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right <laughs> Look at me staying off your radar. I'm going to tell you number one. It's... Bridgerton, 625 million hours. I was flabbergasted. Well, yeah, when you only have 900 cats to take care of, what else do you want to do? <laughs> Good burn, Brianna, on the Bridgerton fans. I love it. That was a, a classic burn. Number 10, though, Ginny and Georgia, season one, 381 million hours. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, right? I'm getting that confused with Grace and Frankie. No, it's like a teenage <laughs> version of Grace and Frankie. Okay. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other ones? Some of the other ones were Money Heist. Uh, Money Heist Part 4 was number two at 619 million hours. Um, 13 Reasons Why Season 1 and 2 were 5 and 6. Um. And then for movies, they have top top ten movies as well. Number one, Bird Box, two hundred eighty two million hours. I never saw that either. Netflix, look at me. So Bird Box, <laughs> their number. The, this is their top ten list. I'll go in order. Bird Box number one, Extraction number two. The Extraction was the man. Yeah, yeah. That was they're coming out with the second one of that, so that makes sense. The Irishman number three also makes sense. Two hundred fifteen million hours. The Kissing Booth two. Don't. That doesn't count, though. The Irishman should be out of there because it's so long. No, <laughs> that's not, not that's, fair. That's actually, that's actually a fair point, Brianna. That's pretty funny. Uh, number four is The Kissing Booth 2, which I've never even heard of. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yes, you have. Shut up. You watch it. You and Max watch it. Just, just what tell is us. It? Does it star somebody? <laughs> don't, be, don't play dumb. Who's this? Does it star somebody famous? <laughs> don't play dumb. You love tween rom-coms. <laughs> Maybe that's our new target demographic. We'll have to do that next time. I mean, you already watched He's All That. It's right in there. What a what a what a solid movie. He's All That. <laughs> uh, number five is Six Underground. Number six is Spencer Confidential. Number seven is An I liked that Anola movie. Did you Holmes. like that movie? Uh, I never saw it actually. Spencer Confidential. <gasps> I didn't see it. Nope. Number seven was Anola Holmes. Number eight, Army of Dead. That movie sucked. Army of the Dead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, number eight. 
number nine, The Old Guard. I don't know. I've never seen that, but I hear they're getting another one, I, and now I'm like interested. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna. And number. It's a Charlize Theron movie. Oh, okay. And number ten is Murder Mystery, which is the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie, right? Yeah, I never saw that one either. No, I heard that's. <laughs> I heard that's uh, getting a sequel as well. Or they already filmed it. I saw The Wrong Missy with David Spade. That was a funny movie. Ew, that's gross. <laughs> I loved that movie. It was like the perfect time. I was feeling David's fade. I love him. <laughs> That's gross. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't Whatever. like. I don't like that you watched. He's all that, and you're playing dumb about the kissing booth you, that you've seen like all three you of. You wanted to. First of all, you wanted to watch. He's all that too. You're mad that we watched it without you. Um, no, I wanted. To, I wasn't mad. I wanted to know what your reaction was, but then I wanted to be surprised when you told me that you loved it. Well, so I'm confused as to why the Kissing Booth two is so much more has so much more views than the Kissing Booth one. The Kissing Booth one. Maybe you see a list. boob in the Kissing Boob two or something. <laughs> <laughs> kissing Booth two. <laughs> Who's okay? So I'm looking it up. Who's Joey uh, Shelley Evans? Joey King. What is she? Joey in? King is. Uh, she is in. She was in the movie about the, con- the girl she was in the Conjuring? mom had. Yeah, she was in the Conjuring. She was in the little girls, but she was in the movie where her mom has been like faking her illnesses forever with Patricia Arquette. Oh. She was in that movie, and she like shaved her head, but she's generally just been in like. Movies where she's been a teenager. Well, and she, I don't know. She's in the. I don't really get her. I don't understand her. She's in the number four. Sorry. Number four most watched movie on Netflix. So that's weird. And she gets no burn. Uh, that's all I got, Brianna, for tonight. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we get out of here? You can get to sleep, and maybe we can watch a, a KBD and and see what the one AM crew's up to while you while you process that audio file and send it over to me, huh? Why don't you just mind your own business? Go fuck yourself, you stupid bitch. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. You can hit us up on Instagram. Please, the person who is sending all the listeners to us, please hit us up in the DMs. We love you. We just want to say hello and thank you. Uh, next week, we are watching uh, There's Someone Inside Your House. Ooh, spooky, spooky movie. This is actually like a, a Netflix original coming out on the 6th, I believe, Brianna. So we will be fresh up on it right there, right in the mix, ready to go. Excited to get into this. Well, this was also on Netflix. Yes, but this wasn't a spooky Netflix. This was a thriller. And this wasn't an original. No, not an original. Not an original. So that's that's okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Brianna, say au revoir. I would just like everyone to know that I charge my devices with the Jackery solar panel. (laughs) (laughs) Solar panel generator. Thank you. Straight plug. Hit us up, Jackery. Thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Beans. Bye.